thank you so much for joining me today. Okay, so last couple of podcasts, we did a full channel for the entire thing. And today we're going to do it a little differently. And I have a really good topic for you guys, something that I feel could really help you guys begin to narrow or put together all the information that we've given you over the couple of years this podcast has been going and continues on. And I hope it does. Um, I hope for it to continue and obviously different formats and stuff like that. But um, I do apologize for the delay and sometimes getting these podcasts to you. Uh, things have been really busy for me over the past couple years now, I feel. But um, anyway, let's get down to it. So today's topic is what are what does what does or how can we achieve enlightenment in a number of different steps the steps that we can go to in a clear concise manner with examples that you guys can do to help achieve enlightenment and live your best the best version of who you are now with that being said some of us it takes time uh, all of these steps take take a lot of time and continued effort. But if you continue to put in this effort towards these steps, I know you guys can get to, we can all get, me included, to a point where we are living our best lives, where we are releasing fear and truly moving in a direction that we are meant to meant to move as a collective and as an individual. So let's get right down to it. Uh, number one, the first, the first step is meditation and mindfulness. In my opinion, one of the most crucial steps that we can engage in. And I will tell you now that these steps are not in any particular order. However, meditation and mindfulness, I feel, is essential. It it just provides you guys us. It provides us with the awareness, with the, and I know I've said this many times throughout this pot throughout these podcasts that meditation and mindfulness present you with an opportunity of awareness and so much happens to us on a daily basis on a regular basis where if we're not aware enough these subtle shifts and you guys will see as we begin to talk even more about these different topics coming up here you're, you're going to start to see how important meditation and mindfulness is and we already have a full-blown podcast on how to do meditation and be mindful. But the more that you practice these two, these two uh, techniques, these two aspects of uh, improvement, self-improvement, the better off you will be. And it's a continued effort. I'm going to continue to say that <laughs> throughout this whole podcast because we are always trying to improve ourselves. So if you're going into this and, and we're trying to be the best version of who we are, it's seriously one of the most important aspects that you can do. Because once you're aware of these shifts, then it becomes a choice. And once you're given the choice, you have the ability, you have the awareness enough to say, okay, I want to choose high vibration. So do meditation and mindfulness. And I, and I encourage you to do it regularly. And I will tell you, once you start meditation um, and being mindful, every, every person that I know goes through a, a transitional period where the ego mind makes you think, that meditation and mindfulness is not good for you. And how that is approached is different in every single person. The ego mind will try to use your particular mindset to get you to stop it. And I, I'm telling you, every person that I know that has started this comes to me with the exact same thought. Eh, this isn't working for me. Everyone says that. We are not. That is ego mind talk. And we're not giving it enough time. We're not allowing ourselves to move through that transitional period. Even I went through it. Most likely you're going to go through it too. So just be aware of that. And then keep pushing forward. 
So I won't re I won't rehash how to how to meditate and how to mind be mindful. Go and listen to that podcast. It's an entire class on how to do it. But uh, it is, in my opinion, the most important. It provides us with the awareness. So number one, meditation and mindfulness. Number two is how we talk both to ourselves, to others, and about others. So those three aspects of positive communication, and I'm going to write that down right now because I'm going to put this in notes to uh, in the description, positive, positive talk to yourself to others and about others. So how are we communicating with all of those aspects? You, how are you communicating with yourself? How are you communicating with others? And how are you communicating about others? Now, the words we choose are very important. And you guys know my analogy, the triangle, right? You got the 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 uh, thought and feelings, the speech and the action. Speech is seriously very important. All of them carry an energy, the thought, the feelings, the speech, and the actions all carry a vibration. And if we can be aware enough to begin to shift the words that we use with a with a more focus, a better focus on positivity. So what does that look like? Rather than saying something is bad, changing that wording to, this is not good. That in and of itself carries a better frequency. Um, other, uh, other, um, oh, gossip. So positive self-talk to you. You saying I-H-A-T-E, I don't even like saying that word, um, carries a an extreme amount of energy into whatever you are putting that word on. I H A T E this is extremely low. So how can we shift that? I enjoy doing this rather than that is a much more high vibrational way. And what's happening in these moments when you are, when you are beginning to change the way that you communicate with yourself, others and about others, and even things that you're doing, what you're doing is you are adjusting the energy in your body to a higher frequency. This is this is extremely important, and all these are because when when you go to a location that is of nature, you know, you go to a park and you can feel the shift in energy in these locations. That is, you are doing the exact same thing when you start to communicate in a more positive way. Rather than going to a location and subjecting yourself to higher frequency, you are now bringing that frequency to to you. And in a, in a soul's perspective, in a physical realm perspective, this is huge. You are now shifting the energy within you. Your body is now expelling low vibrational energy and filling itself more with love and light which is ultimately what we're trying to do. Ultimately, that's what enlightenment is, other than aligning your, your, your soul with all of your higher selves. We are filling ourselves with light. We are being as positive as we can. We are engaging in all activities with love. Now, and, and positive self-talk or positive communication is is an aspect that is very powerful. And the more that we can engage in positive communication with ourselves, with others, about others, you're going to begin to feel the shift within you. You're going to, you're going to begin to allow your higher self more freedom, more leeway to come in because you are subjecting your body, your soul to higher frequencies more often. There's a reason that we are doing all of this, and that is the reason. The more higher vibrational we are, the more our higher selves can come in and begin to interact with us. In addition to our higher selves, the heavenly realm can begin 
to interact with us more often because the more that we are in a low vibration when you are when you are trying to um when you are trying to raise your vibration we are allowing heaven to meet us in the middle because as a medium as a communication uh as a an individual that communicates with heaven you have to raise your vibration and they have to lower a little bit so you have to meet in the middle this will allow you to be more in that middle and if you are walking around with other people and you are gossiping and you are using low vibrational words or you are saying this person's not good, um, that is just not a healthy way to be. And especially when you are trying to ascend, when you are trying to enlighten, you want to be high vibrational and positive communication and rewording of your uh, sentences to other people is very, very helpful in raising your frequency and subjecting both your physical body and your soul to that higher frequency. Now, with that being said, going to locations that are higher in vibration around water and again in nature, very, very, very powerful uh, actions that you can take to be um, more high vibrational. So number two, positive communication. You don't want to be talking about others. You want to talk to yourself more positively rather than you saying I'm damaged or I'm hurting. You don't want to do that. You want to, you want to say I am healing, which carries a much better frequency with it. Because to be honest with you, we are all whole healing. If you are here in this realm, you're healing something, something within you is healing. We, I like to, um, use the analogy of like a and this might be i like to use the analogy of a pool right and a pool that hasn't been clean in a while so you see that image we're in a pool that hasn't been clean in a while or is being cleaned currently and we are the tools at which are being used to clean it and look at how i worded that i didn't say we're in a cesspool i didn't say we're in a muddy murky water i said we are in a pool that is being cleaned and we are the tools that are cleaning it and we clean it by making these decisions to be more positive to to speak more positively about ourselves about others around us so that we can subject our bodies and others to these higher frequencies and i will tell you this use it as an experiment begin to change the way that you communicate with others it, it could take a little bit of time, but watch how they start to shift as well. Not through control, not through control, but rather through just love itself. They will begin to respond subconsciously to your higher vibration because just like misery loves company, so does love. Love loves company. And rather than saying the misery loves company, focus on the loving aspect. Love loves company and focus on that love. And when you give love and are love, then you will begin to get it back. Now, what do I, when you do that, please understand that not everybody is going to respond in a loving manner. Some energies, some souls are still working on how to balance that energy out and they struggle with it. However, you are a key player. If you're listening to this podcast, you are a key player in somebody else's soul trying to balance energy undeniable in my perspective you are helping somebody other he someone else heal and if you're going to be be engaging in a in a much more positive outlook a positive perspective positive communication with another person their soul is going to begin to learn how to uh balance out energy even even more so than they currently are all right so step two positive communication be positive, find better ways of saying, uh, of communicating with yourself, with others. Now, this next one, I've already said uh, healing is, is huge. Um, we are all healing, guys. And in order to heal, you must be vulnerable. There's just no getting around it. What do I mean by that? Well, 
vulnerability is, you know, the ego mind makes you think that you have to be tough, you know, that you have to do certain things in order to survive. And in reality, really what we need to do is be vulnerable, be willing to accept that you might not be right in everything that you do. Be willing to release control of aspects of life that you feel you control a lot of. Say say you have kids and you you tell them, hey, you need to wear certain clothes to look good or you have to um, act a certain way around others. That's control. Now, there's a difference between teaching respect and teaching control. Why are we telling them to wear certain clothes or be certain ways. If we're just trying to control, then that's not healthy. But if we're trying to teach them respect and uh, like, for instance, I definitely tell my kids, um, my one just went to a homecoming dance last night. Uh, we encouraged him highly to wear uh, nice clothes. Now, fortunately, a lot of his friends were, so it was a pretty easy sell. But if he really came to me and was like, look, dad, I'm not doing that event i would say okay i disagree with it but i'm not here to control you i'm here to work with you and encourage you and then i have to allow him to learn that lesson on his own so um you know be aware of what is what is behind the uh the the reasoning for you telling another to um to do something but we're talking about healing. So part of healing, though, is letting go of control uh, because we don't have to control everything. And the other aspect is sometimes some of our healing, like we've been hurt in the past and we are holding on to this and we won't let it go. And we feel as if that person should be hurt for hurting us. And that's not living in love. That is living in in a state of low vibration and and you don't want to live there so healing you want to be vulnerable and when i say vulnerable that means you might have to relive some of that emotion again because we just stuffed it down so low and that's not healthy we have to allow that emotion to come back up and eventually expel from us through the healing process and when we are going through a healing process, which we always are, I mean, yeah, we have waves where it's high and low, but when we're going through a process of healing, we have to breathe through those moments and meditation. Mindfulness comes in there. Obviously, what are we feeling and just begin to observe the emotion and allowing it to be expressed in a positive way. So if somebody hurt me in the past, which I definitely have, uh, relatives, family that I really just feel has, you know, hurt me pretty bad. And, um, I don't, I don't hold ill will towards them. What I actually do do is I allow the emotion within me. So when I think of these people, I feel the energy being conjured within me and being vulnerable in that is accepting that they are who they are and they are teaching me a lesson. They are teaching me how to love without being controlling or without saying, hey, you should be this way if we are to have a relationship. I can, we can have a relationship from a great distance. Um, and we don't have to be, they don't have to be a certain way for us in order to heal. So being vulnerable to our own insecurities. And another one is fear. If fear is holding you back, I said in the beginning, when you begin to meditate, you, you're most likely going to go through a stage where you feel like this is not for you. Okay, what is, what is creating that, that feeling within you? And then allowing yourself to be vulnerable to move through it and getting past that transitional stage. So, but healing is, is huge. And sometimes we're healing aspects of ourselves that are from another lifetime. I have several friends 
that have healed um, from past lives that they didn't even realize they had. And I've talked about them on the podcast, but being vulnerable and allowing yourself to experience that energy, even if you don't know where it's coming from, is very, very healthy and very needed in order to allow that energy to finally move. And some, this is important when you guys, when we move, when we cross over, when, when our physical bodies are released and our souls move on into heaven, there are only a few things that we take with us into heaven. One is the energy that we had here in this realm, whether it's happiness or sadness, what were you predominantly living in? That energy is carried with you. Your karmic energy is carried with you, your happiness, your sadness, all that energy. What were you doing? How did you treat other people? That karmic energy is carried with you. The, the dominant energy that you had, uh, like I said, in happiness, sadness is carried with you. So that is something and your healing lessons. And I say lessons intentionally because that is also brought with you. And that leads me right into my next into my next um into my next point number four all right so be vulnerable in the healing process and acknowledge that you are learning a lesson through the healing it is not meant to hurt you it is meant to teach you so and being vulnerable in that lesson or to that lesson will help you greatly move past it now that was number four healing and vulnerability number five is letting go and moving on in forgiveness, which is also an aspect of healing. So I told you guys about family members that have really done some things to me that I'm not a fan of. I uh, talked about my brother a lot. And I forgive him for, for what he has done. But I also really move on and let go in that forgiving aspect. I don't necessarily, we're not very close. We might talk when we're around each other, but we're not close at all. And, but I don't hold that emotion anymore when he is around. That is because I was able to let it go. I expressed it in a positive way. We had, a, we had a discussion and I let it go and I forgave him. And now I'm moving on in love. And that is important for a lot of us. There's a there's another family member that I have that I don't really communicate with anymore, but I don't hold ill will towards her. I simply say, hey, it's an energy I just choose not to be around, but I do love her very much. And when we are letting go of emotions, when we are forgiving both ourselves and others, for whatever has occurred in your life, you are beginning to forgive not the action, but the soul and the person. And you're forg you're letting go of all that has occurred, not for them necessarily, but for you so that you can move on with greater energy, with more high vibrational energy. And I view everything in this realm or try to from a higher perspective. And that perspective is from the soul. What is the soul getting? Okay, so I have an occurrence happen to me. Whatever that is, I, I have someone yell at me for whatever reason. You know, they're not having a good day and they're they're not very nice to me. Okay, what is what can I learn from that? What has and what is that soul going through at that moment that they just expelled on to me? But I don't hold it. That energy, when it, when it's released, that definitely can stick on you if you allow it to, if you absorb it and then you begin to allow that to conjure that more low vibration within you. So if someone yells at you and you can feel that energy, this is where meditation mindfulness come in. You could feel that energy coming up within you. You know, that's a trigger and we're not letting go. So we immediately, because we are aware created through the meditation mindfulness, we immediately need to, okay, be aware of it and now let go. Okay. You can do this in a number of different ways. You can picture a shield in front of you where things are just bouncing off the shield and not even hitting you like a, a bubble of light going around you. And you could just experience 
the the deflection of all that low vibration because you don't want to you don't want to hold it you let it go so that it it just moves on and then you forgive that person and i get it some of you have been through a lot and you have seriously had some situations that are very low in in vibration but if you're holding on to it and you're not moving in forgiveness then you are not you're carrying with that 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 healing process that needs to take place you are not allowing it to take place and you're holding that energy thus you are going to take that into heaven and you're going to have to learn how to heal and how to forgive in another way so the quicker that you can allow those emotions to run through you expel from you and then let them go and not hold on to them the better off you will be and the less that you carry of low vibration into heaven um huge huge moments and i'll tell you uh sometimes well not sometimes the situations that we deal with in this lifetime, in this current lifetime, and in all subsequent lifetimes are a direct result of the energies that we brought with us from a past life. So if you have an occurrence in this lifetime, most, most occurrences, the major occurrences that happen to you in your lifetime are for a direct reason and solely meant to help you learn how to let go, forgive, heal, and be vulnerable. Those four key points are a are major aspects of most of, if not all, of the major incidents that have happened to you throughout your life. So if you look back at your relationships with the most important people in your lives, your family, your your uh friends that you've had for a long time that you thought were close definitely here to to help you and if you hold on to that or hold on to situations as saying you hurt me you hurt me you're not healing they're they're teaching you and if you can they, here's where we come back with the positive communication you helped me heal you helped me learn how to forgive you helped me learn how to heal you help me learn how to be vulnerable and you help me learn how to let go. Huge lessons. And if you can redirect your mind to be more positive in those situations and learn from them rather than hold on to that low vibrational energy, you are really filling yourself up with a lot of positivity, with a lot of light, which actually leads me to, to my, um, let's see here, one, two, three. Fifth point, redirection. Redirection onto positive, onto positivity. Um, a lot of you guys, while you're going through the healing process, while you are trying to let go, while you're trying to forgive, and while you're trying to be vulnerable, obsess on low vibration. And I will tell you, redirect the mind. I was working with a gentleman for a few months, actually, just recently, who had these obsessive thoughts. And I kept telling them, it's not an argument. You don't want to get into an argument where you're with yourself when you have these thoughts that won't go away. You simply want to just be aware of them. And then this is where meditation and mindfulness come in. Once you're aware, then it's not a battle. You control your mind. You can't control when a thought comes in, but you can control how long you stay on that thought. So once you are aware that this thought keeps coming in, then just redirect it to something that's more positive. So I have a thought that keeps coming in. This person hurt me, hurt me, hurt me, hurt me. Okay, I realize I have that thought. Now I, this person has taught me how to be vulnerable, how to heal, how to let go and how to forgive. And that is a beautiful lesson. That is, that has allowed me to be more high vibrational because I am able to redirect my mind and learn from what 
has occurred. I had a friend uh, come to me and um, they were having a lot of low vibrational thoughts in their relationship. And it was amazing because from this person, they, what happened was they were, they were getting communication from the spiritual realm who was sharing information that was actually helping their relationship. It was helping their relationship grow. It was helping her grow in a more positive way, but she was so obsessed with the low vibrational aspects. Well, why is this happening? Well, well, why is it showing me this? And really what they were not allowing themselves to do was to be vulnerable and heal through that process. And they, they, they just kept, well, they're using low vibrational ways to communicate with me, the spiritual realm. They're showing me low vibrational aspects of our relationship, but I'm like, yeah, but you're, you, we are obsessing on that low vibration. What is happening as a result of, of, of them showing you this? And they said, well, actually there's a lot of good that's happened. There's, there have been a lot of things that have changed within the relationship. And I'm like, then that is where your relation or your focus needs to be. Your ego mind is holding on to these low vibrational aspects and you're your unwillingness to let them go and redirect your mind onto the positive aspects that have occurred as a result are holding you back and your relationship is struggling as a result. And if you find that your mind is doing the exact same thing, become aware of it and then redirect. It's not an argument with your mind. It is not. It is you choosing to focus where you want to focus. And that's what meditation and mindfulness do. They teach you that you are more in control of your mind. I have another friend who takes medication because her mind is so obsessive. Now, I'm not here to tell you that um, chemical imbalances in the mind don't occur. They do. Fair enough. But what I'm saying is, have you given yourself enough opportunity to work through your mind using more organic methods like meditation and mindfulness? Have you tried it enough to really allow yourself to heal? Or are you just aware of the obsessiveness of it and you're going right to medication? Give yourself an opportunity. You are stronger. All of you are stronger. It just is a matter of, it's a matter of willpower it's a matter of determination and truly working through a lot of this and the the movie a beautiful mind is is a great representation of how powerful you guys are how you can be um with russell crowe this mute this movie a beautiful mind where he's a paranoid schizophrenic and he sees people now I'll be honest with you, I am not so I am not convinced yet that these people that he sees aren't real ghosts, aren't actual spirits that are around him. Because I will tell you, I work with a lot of people, kids, adults, both, who see things from the spiritual realm where their energies don't grow. And that's what happened in this movie, A Beautiful Mind. He saw these spirits with him, these ghosts, these uh, images in his mind that no one else could see, but they were there talking to him. And they had, it almost seemed like they had consciousness about them. Well, the spiritual realm does have a consciousness. They are aware of who can see them. And I am not completely convinced that these these uh, images that he was seeing were not actual ghosts who just latched onto him because they knew he could see him. And as a result of that, um, everyone else thought he was paranoid schizophrenic. And I'll give you another, for instance, I know a person that used to work in a mental hospital, you know, back in the day when they used to have them like um, uh, Penn, Penn state uh asylum or i forget penitentiary pen 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 penhurst penitentiary i forget but you know those hospitals they used to have for uh individuals that had uh uh cognitive issues 
I I know a woman that used to work at a at a hospital like that. And she she would tell me stories of a woman who would see things and say that there is a darkness that was around this particular hospital. And the stories that she tells me, I can almost guarantee you I know we're spirits and not a result of her mind being not right or cognitively right. She her third eye was open, but our society is still growing. Now, we are growing much, much better in that regard of paranormal and accepting its existence. But I am here to tell you that not all of what people I can tell you from working uh, with people that have special needs, I know they are more sensitive to energy than many of us are. I know their souls are trying to learn. And the reason that I tell you this is, again, for the redirection onto the positivity. In the show, A Beautiful Mind, he learned how to redirect his mind onto more positive aspects. And he was able to then, he won a Pulitzer surprise, uh, surprise, (laughs) a Pulitzer prize uh, for his mathematical equations. And how that contributed or affected in a positive way, different um, uh, economic uh, facets. I think he helped like, I don't know, through one of his equations. I don't know. Watch the movie. The point is he redirected his mind to be more positive and to focus it in different areas so that he could be more high vibrational. And it is you guys have that ability, but it starts with your focus with the redirection of your mind from low vibration to high vibration. I used to walk down my basement basement in this. We're talking about redirection onto positivity or letting go these like three um, or four, actually almost all of these are, are all tied together to ego. So the ego is using low vibration to keep you where you are, to keep you low, to keep you stagnant. But um, so I used to walk down my basement and this this happened for for a good year, if not more. Every time I would walk into my basement, I would hear voices low in vibration, cursing at me, telling me to get away, doing all these things. Now, when I I would just read my redirect my mind, I wouldn't even pay it a mind. I would hear it and then immediately I would go to God and I would talk to God. I'd say, God, you know, hey, thank you, God. Thank you. Um, thank you for allowing me to redirect my mind. Thank you for giving me that tool, that knowledge, that awareness of redirecting my mind. And then I would choose to redirect it. Huge, huge, huge. So I wouldn't focus on that low vibration, but an obsessive mind would. However, Obsessive minds, in my opinion, in many, many cases, not all, but many obsessive minds aren't, they're just focusing. They're just, oh my God, I have that. I have that thought and they're focused on why they have it and it can't get out of their own way. But if you can learn to not fight with that mind, but rather thank it and then redirect over to another area, you will find much more high vibration and much more power in your own mind and working with it. We talked a lot in the past about the, um, the, the, um, Oh, what is it? Uh, (laughs) The brain and the nervous system, the nervous system is what we are retraining here. And so right now the ego mind leverages all the low vibrational aspects of your nervous system to keep you where you are because it doesn't want you to grow. But if you can, if you are aware of that and redirect onto positivity, you are going to find yourself grow very quickly, very quickly. The more that we can allow that light and the more that we can find ways to be more high vibrational, the more you are allowing, as we said, the higher self and the heavenly realm come and begin to interact, not only with you, but through you. And that is huge. 
huge. We want the heavenly realm working through us because as we said, we're in a pool that is being cleaned and you are the tool. We are, we allow ourselves to be that tool when we are high vibrational. When we are stuck in these low vibrational ways, we are not allowing ourselves to be cleaned and to be used as a, as a tool to clean this realm. And we want to. So be aware of your mind and redirect it onto positivity. I know we're moving through these pretty quickly and I'm sorry about that, but we're just trying to uh, get through them in a way that is uh, easy for you guys to understand and not overly complicated or discussed. So the next one is overcoming ego. And that really ego, as we said, is always trying to keep you stagnant. And everything that we just said here really falls in this category where we are being vulnerable, we're healing, we're letting go, we're forgiving others, and we're re redirecting our mind. Ego is going to try to get you to not do all of that. Ego is going to try not to get you to communicate positively with yourself, others, and about others. Ego is going to make you or try to make you not meditate, not be mindful because it knows it has a consciousness, which we have said many times that it's going to, um, it has a consciousness that wants you stagnant. Now, the other thing that I want to tell you about the ego is that it preys on your weaknesses. Your ego mind knows you very, very well. And I told you earlier about the relationship. This, this woman needs to heal in, um, in, in a number of different ways, but the ego mind knows I, I've said before pinpricks you, it knows where to pinprick you. It knows how to push a point so that you question, but if you don't redirect your mind onto the positive, then you are allowing, and you're holding on, you're not letting go of these thoughts, um, then you are not allowing yourself to move through or overcome your ego mind. Overcoming the ego mind is number six. The ego mind, uh, now what I will tell you is when I would go into my basement, and I know I've told this story before, when I would go into my basement and I would hear, hear that low vibration, the ego mind was trying to get me to focus on it. It wanted me to focus on the low vibration so that I didn't go in the basement or I didn't grow from those moments. But by me redirecting and overcoming the ego mind, I began to realize that I am improving myself. Now, what happened here, how I know it was ego mind is that I was channeling one day and I asked, hey, God, why is it that I have, um, I have, I hear this, like if I'm so connected to the heavenly realm and the spiritual realm, why am I not moving on? Like, why is this still happening to me? And it, and God came in and said, it's your ego mind. It's not, it's not the guy down there that's doing this. It's your own mind making you think that because it doesn't want you to improve. That's huge. That's how powerful and conscious your ego mind is and how it leverages your weaknesses, your flaws, or tries to, to get you to stay still. Because if I would have held on to that fear and I would have allowed that to, oh my gosh, I don't want to, I don't want to open up anymore because that low vibration is trying to get me, then I would be allowing the ego mind to win. And you don't want that. You want to, I would not be allowing myself to be vulnerable by not opening up more. I would be not letting go if I didn't overcome that ego and it's trying to get to me. Now, just like that girl with the relationship, the ego mind is trying to leverage her weaknesses, her flaws, her lack of healing or in the process of healing to hold her back 
And if she doesn't redirect her mind on the positive aspects, then she'll stay there. But she's redirecting now. She is aware of this now and redirecting on the positive and beginning to realize, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like the the relationship has improved dramatically since all this has occurred, since the spirit realm has communicated with me some things and some aspects, and I brought it to his attention, he has improved as a result of that. And the relationship has dramatically become better. But the ego mind didn't want her to see that. So it was because the ego mind didn't want that because it knew how she got it. She got the information from the spiritual realm, but it was the ego mind that realized that and said, no, 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 don't do that. Because because if you allow that to continue, your strength, your connection with the heavenly realm will only improve. The ego mind doesn't want that. It wants you to stay here, wants you to stay stagnant. She began to realize that and was like, oh, my gosh, now she's she's focused on the positive And her she has communicated with me that her life has changed dramatically for the improvement, for the better, because one the relationship has improved because she began to focus on all the improvements that has occurred within them as a result of the communication that she received and what she brought forth from that communication from the spiritual realm to, to her husband, he has changed. He saw, Oh my gosh. Well, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. There have some been some things that have ha happened decisions that were made with that were not in our best interest. And I see that now. Thank you. For bringing that to my attention, his ego mind or his his higher vibration came out and 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 he expressed gratitude and made those shifts and the relationship has improved grad dramatically. And it's a beautiful thing. So um, she has overcome her ego mind. And I will tell you this as someone that has had many battles with low vibration. They too will use the ego mind and it's it's awareness of what your flaws are to get to you, which brings me to my next point. If you have something, okay, say for instance, hmm, okay, I have another friend who has had Okay, we'll we'll take we'll take a political issue right now. Uh the the war in Ukraine, uh you, there's a lot of talk about nuclear weapons being used and stuff. And I don't mean to get into political things. But what I mean here is if you hear if you hear political, I'm sorry, if you hear, well, we could say politics in general. If you hear something that is political in nature and you begin to conjure, there's an energy in you that begins to be conjured. Um, if say you're a Republican or a Democrat and you hear information about the other and that starts to conjure energy within you that is low in vibration, you begin to become judgmental. You get angry. If you are feeling something as a result of energy that was just conjured in a, re in a communication, in a story you read, in somebody that you just saw who was acting in a, in a, in a, in a certain way. And you don't like that. And that's conjuring energy. You know, that is not energy that you need to hold on to, you know, immediately that's energy that you need to be letting go and healing because all that is showing you that conjured energy. All that's showing you is that you need to heal. Your ego mind is using that unhealed uh, energy within you to get to you right now. But meditation mindfulness teaches you the awareness, lets you be aware that, hey, my energy is shifting right now, then provide you with the opportunity to choose to be high vibrational. Okay. I see, I feel that energy being conjured within me right now. You know, right away, I need to stop. I need to release. I need to breathe and then move on. Because if you don't and you allow that energy to move you, it's only moving you in a low vibration. You are breaking the connection. You're just steadily moving down and you don't want to do that. If you want to be high vibrational, we need to be aware and then make choices. Okay, what is the what is the high vibrational choice that I can make in this situation to 
redirect my energy. Again, redirect the mind onto positivity. I need to let go. I need to forgive. I need to be vulnerable. I need to heal. These are all, I need to express gratitude. These are all ways how we can allow these energies to begin to not move us in a low vibrational way, but then move us in a high vibrational way. So <clears throat> we have energy that is conjured. Okay. Ask yourself immediately, what is love? What is the, I feel low vibrational, but why do I feel that? And what is the loving perspective that I can take to help me be high vibrational? Okay. Acceptance. What is love? Love is acceptance. Love is, uh, love is vulnerable. Love is grateful and love is unconditional. So if you can find a way to be any of those in any situation, any of them, pick one, pick unconditional love. You can unconditionally love someone from a distance. You can unconditionally love someone and still not have them be around you. That is unconditional love. You accept them because you accept them for who they are, but you can not choose to have them around you because that energy is, is a lot. It's too low in vibration. <clears throat> hey, I love you, but stay over there. I'm going to choose to be over here because I want to be. And if you have a friend that's coming around who is conjuring energy because they continuously gossip or talk about themselves or talk about you in low vibrational ways, that's probably someone that's a little too heavy to be around on a frequent basis or at all. And you want to keep them at arm's length because you love them, not because you dislike them, but because you accept them for who they are. You're not saying you need to change. You're saying, hey, you be you, but be you over there and I'll be over here and we're good. That so. um, So anyway, be aware of what energy is being conjured in you and conjured meaning create it through something you just saw, something you just read, something that you think about somebody else. <clears throat> you do not, that is not your guide ever, ever. Conjured energy is never your guide. That is something you immediately need to step back from and ask yourself, how can I be loving? Unconditional loving and pick one of them. How can I be grateful? Hey, you're showing me what I need to hear. Heal. Like conjured energy is exactly that. It is your ego mind showing you what you need to heal. So be aware of that and then pick one of those loving aspects, unconditional love, uh, grateful, vulnerable, and um, accepting. How can you be that in these situations? And if you can redirect your mind to be one of those aspects in every situation, pick one of them. You are going to raise your vibration so much. You are going to subject your soul and your physical body to so much positivity that your soul is just going to acquire more and more light. And ultimately, that's what we need to do. We acquire more light. Our souls begin to align and the heavenly realm begins to have the opportunity to communicate with us more and more. So, guys, Thank you all so much for joining me today. I do apologize. I, I uh, cannot, ha I have to run and I cannot um, uh, channel, but uh, I intentionally did not want to channel anyway today because I want to talk to you guys directly with all this important information. So um, I'll channel the next time and probably channel it the entire podcast. But either way, that's um, I got through all the points that we needed to go through. Find love in all these different situations and allow your your energy to raise in vibration fill yourself with um love and light completely anyway thank you so much all i appreciate you i love you all thank you take care and have a great day bye